Hey, welcome everyone. This is AAA Uncensored. I'm your host, Allie G, along with my two beautiful co-hosts, Allie K and Ashley M. In this podcast, we are going to discuss the struggles that we face in life as women and how we navigate through them, whether this be relationships, parenting, beauty, health, fitness, and so much more. If you feel like your life is, at times, a shit show like ours, we welcome you to join us on this journey. Let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome to episode three. Today we're going to try something new. We're going to try to freestyle this episode, so bear with us. We have openly admitted in our first episode that we're not perfect. This is a work in progress. Should we have worked out all the kinks before starting? Maybe, but life is too short to hold off on things that you want to do. So we kind of just dove headfirst into this podcast and figured we can just learn along the way. And we have felt somewhat scripted in our previous episodes and it's mainly because we were just trying not to like stray off topic too much um but today we kind of just picked a topic almost like last minute and we're just going to roll with it and so today we're going to talk about feeling guilty whether this be like mom guilt friendship guilt employee guilt etc it's really hard to just put yourself first and it's hard to say no In doing so, it often causes, like, anxiety inside, and it triggers these guilty feelings. And this is because you feel responsible for other person's reactions, when in reality, how they react to you saying no is on them. So, Ash, do you want to start us off with some of your experience in this department? Yeah, I think that, you know, the first thing that I can say, the biggest one I face is mom guilt, of course. Um, You know, doing all the things as a mom is really important to me. So whenever I'm like focusing my attention on other things, um, it, of course I feel guilty. Um, for instance, you know, I work a really demanding job and so I could be mid audit and have to work until six or seven. And when my kids are playing or needing me, I'm like, okay, just a little bit longer, just a little bit longer. And so of course inside I'm dying because I'm like, I should be spending time with my kids. And I think that's hard, especially working from home because you know, I don't leave the office, I'm here. And so whenever I, you know, it's easy for me to sit down and send an email and say, okay, I just need to send a couple of emails or I need to respond to a couple of emails. And it seems like sometimes my kids put, put get put on the back burner in those demanding times. You know, it's not always like that, but that's one of the things that I think I face the most. And then on the flip side, that employee guilt. So when I'm playing with my kids or when I'm not focusing on my work, I'm like, shit, like, I, there's so much stuff that needs to be done. I need to get back to it. And so it's constantly that battle between, you know, what's important to me. So spending time with my family or getting that last minute assignment done, et cetera, et cetera. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. that's a, a lot of people face that, especially people that work from home, because you don't really have that shut off. Like you don't leave the office. You Yeah. I feel like that's a boundary that's hard to set. I feel like you both have careers that make it hard to draw a line because. Oh, yeah. You both have that work from home, but, you know, like like you said, the flip side, you feel guilty either way. Right. Well, and I watched a thing on Facebook the other day, and it was like this guy, he said, you know, he's like, how I started turning my phone off at 6 p.m. every night. And he explained why he did it. He said, you know, I was coming home, and I was like, oh, let me send this email. Let me send this text message. And he said, my kids, he said, all they wanted was for me to look at them. That's all they want. He said, you know, they don't give a shit about the money, the cars, you know, the aspects of what going to, he goes, all my kids want is for me to look at them. 
And I was really, and I just watched that last night and I was really thinking about it. And I was like, you know, it's so true. How many of us do that? Oh, let me send this email. Let me send this text message. Let me watch this video. All our kids want is their time. And, you know, I think we're all guilty of it. You know, I know I'm bad about it, especially being a realtor working from home Mm -hmm. is, hold on, let me finish this phone call. Hold hold on. I got to go show this house. But always that, like like, that one email or that one phone call, it's like a ripple effect. It just, yeah. So it leads to another one and it leads to something else. Well, then you feel frustrated when your kids are like, mom, mom, mom. I'm like, give me You're like, what? (laughs) Shut up, sit down for a second. I want chocolate milk. Go get yourself. Yeah, but they think the evening time, they're like, okay, mommy's off work. This is this is my time to have my mom. Yeah. And they don't understand. Friday, Maya was off work, or off work, God, off school. And she was like, mom, do you have to work today? And I was like, yeah, a little bit. And she's like, no, spend time with me. And I'm like, okay. How do you say <laughs> <Right>. no? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I know. That's, one, that's the good thing about my job is I which I hate. I've always said I want to work from home. I want to have a job from home. But then I think about it, like I clock in at 730 and I clock out at 530 and I'm done. I mean, there's no more thinking about work. I'm out. I know. See, I would love that. I, I get stuck between a rock and a hard place with that because I love the fact that, you know, I can do pickup and drop offs because I don't have that. I have that flexibility, but then at the same time, I kind of want sometimes want to be like, I want to go back to the office so that when I shut off, I can just shut off. And Mm -hmm. I think setting those boundaries is really important. And I've, I've failed my kids at that. And that's, you know, of course where that mom guilt comes in. It's like, could that email have waited? Yeah. Is it going to be there tomorrow? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this episode is going to be good for, I mean, for one, for people to hear, but two, for us in general, because we're going to, we're, we're putting it into the world, into the universe that we know that there's an issue. We know it needs fixed and we're going to navigate how to fix it kind of together. And you're not the only one, like everybody always thinks, well, oh my gosh, I've, you're not the only one out there. You know, everybody does this. I ask myself, I'm like, am I, am I crazy? Like, am I the only one that is working 50 hours a week and (laughs) have to tell my kids, go get your tablet for a little bit so I can finish this job or this task. Yeah. And I, I think from the outside looking in for the mom guilt, I've just witnessed it so much because like, I'll ask you guys to do something and it's hard for me to understand because I'm obviously not a mom. So I have all the free time in the world, but I'll ask you guys to do something. You're like, well, I can't miss bedtime or, well, I have to do, I have to do pickup or I have to drop off or, well, we've got to do this. And I'm like, don't they have a dad? Like, (laughs) why is it always on you? But you guys just have this like mom guilt that you can't miss these things. You've got to do these things. But I think women in general or moms in general need to put a little more responsibility on dads. They're just as capable. I think that's the hard, hard thing is, is that even with working from home, I'm able to do it all because I have that flexibility. And so I, and Jordan of course has to travel to the city every day. And so I'm like, Oh, I'll just do it. Or I'll figure it out instead of being like, Hey, you got to figure it out. Yeah. See, and like Mike, he works as a firefighter, so on his days off, you know, he works at a pool shop installing fiberglass pools. Well, they haven't been working because the weather's just not been ideal, and they just haven't needed the extra help. So he's been helping out a lot, and I think now he finally realizes how much work it really is, you know. I know, like, he asked me last night, he said, hey, he wants me to come in tomorrow. Like, is that okay? Do you need help with anything? 
and it took us a really long time to get to that point. And I think now that I'm working more, he sees that and he, yeah, that was you know, hard when... probably from, for him because you, I'm not saying you weren't working because you've always done things like here or there, but when you didn't have like a set, like real career, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, I didn't he, have to get up and go 50 places. Yeah. He was just used to you being able to do it all and all he had to do was pitch in a little bit just give a little bit here and there to make it seem like he was being like a productive dad but now that you have like a career going and you're like building up and working more he's probably finally seeing like oh crap I didn't realize how much I was neglecting yeah and And, and, you know and it's not even intentional you know it's just you just go through the motions and that's just like you know he asked me last night he's like do I need to get the girls off the bus today and, like, you know, two years ago, I probably wouldn't have even thought he would ask me that question. But, like, he, you know, it's just, it's also something as you mature with age. Actually, to add to that, you know, I've been going out of town, obviously, since I got a new job last year. And every time I get everything together, you know, lay the kids' lunches out, uh, lay the clothes out, prepare someone to pick them up, prepare someone to drop them off. And Jordan's like, why don't you just let them stay home with me? Like, I want to help. <laughs> And it's funny because yeah, uh, this week I was in Arizona and I made lunches, of course, and Jordan had packed lunch for Maya. So whenever Maya got to Chelsea's, she's like, take a lunch my daddy made. And so you know, they want to help and giving them that opportunity more is really important too. Oh yeah. And that's the thing is Mike's always like, just ask me for help. I don't like asking for help, which was one of my key points on, you know, all the guilt is, you know, I always feel like I I remind myself, I don't need to feel guilty about saying no. I have to some injury because I'm the type of person where I will, I'll, I'll tell you yes all day long. Even if I'm running on three hours of sleep, if I have no money, you know, if, Oh, I've noticed that, you you know, if I had to be 50 different places. Yeah. You'll take on way too much to the point that, you can't even do the things. Oop, we lost Ashley. We're just gonna keep going till Ashley hops back on. Okay. Like, like we said, everyone, we're not perfect. Uh, we're working out the kinks, and yeah, um, this is just one of those kinks. But yeah, um, so I yeah, noticed, but, like yeah, you, well, you'll you'll say yes so many times, and you can't even do the things that you're saying yes to. So then it leads to you kind of like. And don't take this the wrong way. It kind of leads to you like letting some people down because you've said yes to these people, but then you you couldn't do it because you physically right. couldn't take on anymore. So then this person thinks like, well, why did you say yes if you couldn't? When if you would have just said no from the get go, the like they would have like wouldn't have been relying on you. You know what I mean? Right. And, here- and, and there's nothing wrong with saying no. You know, there's absolutely yeah. wrong. It's just we have just become. This society where we have to say yes to everything. We don't have to say yes. We, we're all people pleasers. It's it's yeah. not that we're mean. It's that, no, I don't have time for it. Or no, I don't have the reasons for something. But we also have to remember, someone told me really recently, and I try to tell my kids this, especially our oldest daughter a lot, is we are not responsible for how other people feel. So right. if you say no and they get super upset, we're not responsible for how that makes them feel. We're responsible for 
okay, I have this boundary. I have these things I have to do. I have to take care of what I need to do first. Yeah, and we can't get offended when other people say no, because like something Ashley learned in counseling, which she shared with me, she said, you can't expect you out of people. Right. So if you feel like my biggest thing, something for you, you can't when they can't do it, you can't be feel like mad about it because you know what I mean? Does that make sense? And I struggle with that so hard because I'm like, oh, I like to live by the golden rule. Some people might disagree with that whatever but I like to live life by the golden rule I do things for other people as I would expect them to do for me if I ever needed it one day mm-hmm. but then I think well you know well I helped you one time so when I ask you for help and you can't help me it offends me right it shouldn't but it does so that's why I've kind of like have been putting more boundaries in my life like hey I can't do these certain things because you know, like I have other things I just take care of. I need to set different priorities. And I think that just comes with getting older. Right. You know, that's another thing I told our oldest daughter is, you know, as you learn, as you get older in life, you just realize how some things are. And it's hard for you to understand that at a young age, you know, I, I couldn't imagine. I'm sure my parents told me all this stuff and I was probably like, whatever, you're full of shit. You don't know. Right. That. <laughs> but, you know, once you get older, you realize that. And to add to that, like, you can't control anyone else's choices. You can only control yours. And my counselor told me that. And I'm like, it makes so much sense because we all feel this guilt. And we're like, well, I wish this would have gone different. Or I wish I would have done this different. But, like, you. That's just life. Yeah. And you can only control you. And so. Yeah. And you have the responsibility to take care of yourself and say no. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I think that's something that I've actually learned, you know, you guys both know, and anyone who knows me really knows over the last year or two, I have struggled really, really, really badly with anxiety. And it's just, it's made me not be able to do things that I want to do. So like, I've had to learn to say no, like, no, I can't be there. No, I'm sorry. No, I can't go. Or no, I, I can't do that. And it's not necessarily- No, we didn't go to lunch. Yeah. When everybody else is hungry. It's not because I know it's not because I don't want to do it. It's because like I physically, mentally, like I just can't. And it was probably hard for people to understand. But now that you guys have seen what I've gone through, you're like, okay, like I, I totally get it. You, yeah, you because really that's couldn't. the opposite of what you used to be, you know, right? Like on the last episode to- that you did by yourself. I remember one time. Oh, your dad's going to kill me for this one. But I remember one time we went to the bar and we used your emergency money on alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) It told you for emergencies. Um, You know, so it was just things like that. Like, oh, I I was always, you know, I was always out with people doing things for people, going places with people. And now it's the complete opposite. You know, you said for your bachelorette party, we're doing our whole weekend. And I was like, damn. I can yeah, for a whole weekend, not just one night. It's going to be like in a peaceful, quiet setting. Yeah. I say peaceful. We're going to. You probably think gonna it's going to be peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. We're probably <laughs> going to party a little hard, but. We deserve it. We all deserve it. Yeah. And um, like I was talking to Ashley before um, you got to hop on, Allie, and we were talking about me saying no to kids' birthday parties. And because I. It just reminded me because I just had to hit no to Madeline's birthday party because we actually have something else that we have to do this weekend. But 
I was like, I feel guilty when I say no to going to my friend's kids' birthday parties. But first off, like, my friends know I don't like kids. I mean, I'm sorry. I just, I don't you like want to come bounce around with bu- bubbles. And I, I love your kids. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love my friend's kids. But, but I don't fuck them kids. With, yeah, like, fuck them kids. I don't want to go hang out with 30 kids for a birthday party. That sounds like torture to me. <laughs> So I'm like, no, no, sorry, can't be there. Like, love your kids. Happy birthday. I will totally send them a gift if they need one, which none of your kids need anything because they're all spoiled ass rotten. But don't mind my puppy. Oh, listen, we all get it. Come on, you guys can probably hear construction in the background too because they're building a house right next to mine too. So, well, that's the importance of like keeping this real. I mean, we all have lives. I'm surprised my dogs haven't barked or my kid hasn't said, hey, mom, I need this. Or, hey, I need that. So mm-hmm. I told mine to be quiet on the couch. Uh, the puppy barked at the other dog. So <laughs> I know, it's funny. At the oh. beginning of this, we're like, we've all got to be quiet. We've got to be quiet. away from everyone. We've got to be in like a silent room that has soundproof walls. And now we're just like, eh. <laughs> Three episodes in, we're like, eh, whatever. It is what it is. Yep. Uh, the mom guilt, again, you know, I'm going to bring this up again. And the only reason I'm bringing it up because you said how our kids are spoiled. I feel so bad when I tell my kids no. And so, yes, my kids are spoiled ass rotten, like 100%. But like, if they're like, hey, mommy, can we get McDonald's today? No, we'll just eat at home. I'm like, why can't we just eat McDonald's? I mean, obviously, we should eat trash. McDonald's every day. <laughs> <laughs> but like, can I get a Barbie or can I get this dino or whatever it is? And I'm like, internally, I'm like, okay. We got a mortgage to pay. We have this. And I'm we're fortunate enough to be able, if I really wanted to get the damn Barbie, I'd get the damn Barbie and we could. But right. like trying to put that line between like giving your kids everything they want and being realistic too. Okay. But put this into perspective. When you were a kid, like as an adult now, do you remember all the times that your parents told you no? Because probably yes, no. not. You do? Yes. But the only reason I was also raised very different, um, you know, my, we, I didn't get to get a lot of stuff. Unfortunately, my parents weren't into the position where they could provide the extravagant or even small things all the time. So of course that's going to be burned in my head because half the time we were lucky to get clothes. So, but I just like, for me, like, I, I mean, I was probably spoiled ass rotten too, but like, probably. I, don't, I don't remember the, the times that my parents said no. So like, that's what I just mean is like, don't feel guilty because their chances are when they're an adult, they're not going to be like, mom wouldn't let me get a Barbie this one time when we went to Walmart. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. And that's what I think about now. No, is, you know, I've watched now that I'm older, I realize as a, I see all the sacrifices my parents made when I was like, you're being so mean, me, me, me. I see all the sacrifices they made, you know, so I could have whatever I needed or whatever I wanted. But now I look, but now looking at them, all right, my mom's got an RS Camaro. My dad's got a freaking scat pack challenger. He's got a truck. He's got a razor. They just got a dog. Like, now they're living their best life. I'm out of the house. They, they're like, peace out. I said, you know, I asked my dad kids, for, I'm done. My dad got some extra money the other day. I was like, hey, I could use some extra money. He's like, all I can tell you is go get a job. So I was like, <laughs> well, okay, that's done. And, <laughs> you, you know, know, any of our parents would actually be there if we needed them. Oh, you know? yeah. 
and if we, I mean, there's been times I've called me mom, Papa, and I'm like, listen, sorry to burden you, but you got extra cash you can pass right. just a little bit. Like, oh, and yeah, I know my parents are definitely still there yeah. for me. But being able to so. set that boundary and say no, I think is very important for me to learn and for me to grasp in my mind that it's not going to be the end of the world if my kid doesn't get a toy every time we go to the store. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah, even if they're like, oh, like last night, um, Madeline, you know, since we moved into this house, we've lived here for almost three years. And she, so she went from sleeping in a crib straight to a full size bed. And that was really weird for her. And our oldest isn't even here half the time, like we do 50 50. So when she's not here, she doesn't like to sleep in that bedroom by herself. Well, last night I was like, you guys need to sleep in your bed. I can not sleep in my bed. I'm running out of room. Right. This king size bed. <laughs> and she's like, so she's in her room. Oh, nobody likes me. <laughs> nobody wants to be, nobody lay with me. And I felt so guilty, but I was like, you know what? Tomorrow she's going to probably complain about it, but she'll be okay. Like I'm we not have- abandoning her. I'm not like right. leaving her. I'm not tying her up to a bed. I was like, she's literally on a top bunk full of 50 stuffed animals watching her TV. (laughs) Like that's one thing I really respected my cousin. Um, when she had kids, she set that boundary from the get go. You know, the kids have like, even when they were, I guess they probably slept in her room until they were old enough to sleep in like a crib in their own room with like a monitor. I mean, I don't know how that stuff works because never been there. But she said that boundary, like as soon as the kids could be in their own room sleeping, they went to their own room. She's like, you know, this, our room and our bed is for me and my husband. Like this is our place. The kids have theirs. They're not sleeping with us. And I want to do that. Like when we have kids, because if you don't keep, if you don't set that boundary ahead of time, and you start allowing them to sleep with you, like one night here, one night there, then it just turns into like an every night thing. And that uh, that bedroom and bed is like no longer your peaceful like your sanctuary with your spouse and so and I know it's hard you know you feel guilty not letting them sleep with you but that is your space with your spouse and if sometimes that's the only alone time you get with your spouse and that's super important to a marriage you like you have to have that and I'm not talking about just for sex just that intimacy and that alone time, you have to have that. So I know it's, it's hard. It's a quiet to do, time. But yeah, like right. you you have to set that boundary ahead of time or it's almost like too late. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so Madeline usually weasels her way into my bedroom. But, right. you know, like Maverick, he's sleeping in the bottom bunk of the bed right now, the full-size bed. He just passed out. He, he's It's 940 and he is still sleeping. That's how... It's so different between kids because Maya wants to sleep with me every night, but Bryson, so they both slept with me for a little bit last night because it was my first night home and they were clinging to me, of course. But um, Bryson, about two o'clock, he's like, I want to go to my bed. Well, we started him sleeping in his own bed at a very young age. And so he literally like, he just, that's what he's used to. So that's what he wants to do every Mm -hmm. night. Well, Maya, of course, slept with me starting at an early age. And so now she, it's hard to get her to sleep in her bed. And so I do encourage people to set those boundaries at an early age so that you, you're not fighting at it when they're six years old. I mean, yeah. And if you don't, you don't, you know, 
I hate but, to compare a kid to a dog, so don't take this the wrong way. Because, I mean, being a dog mom is, is similar in ways. But, like, when, when we're raising a puppy and we crate train them and we teach them that, like, their crate is, like, their space to sleep, their space to be alone, their space yeah. away if they need an escape. The same thing with kids. Like, you just teach them as they age that, like, their bedroom, their bed is, like, their sanctuary. Like, this is where you go when you want some space, when you want to be alone. Um, this is like your, this is where you sleep and you're comfortable and you're safe here and just teach them that. So yeah. that's a place that they want to be when it's time to like wind down. And I want to throw out yeah. a disclaimer and no way are we saying that like co-sleeping is wrong, et cetera, et cetera. Like people are going to do what's best for them. Um, these are just our experiences and being able to share with you, like even to new parents, like you need to, it's easier to set those boundaries at an earlier age so that up to now yeah i mean that's what we're talking about we're talking about feeling guilty and setting boundaries how to not how to avoid these guilty feelings so we're not saying any way is right or wrong but right like this could help right and some nights like like mike when mike's gone like i'll make maddie sleep in her bed but i'll let maverick sleep at mine well you know it's because he's also like half of her size right but then he then you know when you wake up and he's at my feet and then he's by my head and I'm like all right you just need to go lay in your own bed because you're driving me yeah. and it's it's really you get such a shit night's sleep honestly because Maya's like her legs are over me or she's choking yeah. me basically and I'm like go scoot over no my my kids have to be like right up against me yes and I mean I'll be on the edge of the bed and they're like here let me scoot as close as I can to you <laughs> I see those time. posts on Facebook where it's like when people co-sleep, like the dad has half the bed and then the kid has three-fourths of the bed or whatever it is. And then the mom's like over here on the edge about to fall off. And I'm like, if that's not my life, I don't know. I can't relate yeah. to anything any better. Yeah. So we, we've yeah. talked a lot about mom guilt and kids and stuff. Um, but in a little bit about employee guilt, but I want to touch a little bit more on like employee guilt, which... I do want to say that I have an employer who is very, very respecting of our time. Like if we need a day off or time off, no questions asked, take the time you need. If you're going through something, you know, heal, don't, you know, don't worry about us. We'll be fine. Right. So I'm so thankful that I have a job like that. But for a long time, it's, it was hard. Like you wake up sick and you're like, oh my God, I don't want to call out. What are they going to do? Like you just are so worried about what's going to happen at work and how do you call out how do you say that when it's like oh you're sick why don't you worry about how you're going to heal your own self and your body like work will be fine they've done the job without you before they know how to do it without you for a couple days so I I just want to say that like as an employee you've got to stop feeling guilty if you need time for yourself whether it is for like physical health or if it's for your mental health you can't pour from an empty cup don't no. feel guilty if you need to take time off. And if your well, employer it, like faults you for it, you're with the wrong employer. Find a new job. Find someone who respects your boundaries and your time. And I mean, like that's kind of what you need to do for your future because your health is important. Yeah. I have a friend. I have a friend who she they only give her I think like two or three. I, I'm probably wrong on that that number. But they only give them like two or three days throughout the whole entire year for like PTO or sick days. And I was like, that's bullshit. I mm-hmm. said, you know what? If your kid's sick for two days, 
you shouldn't feel guilty. You shouldn't have anxiety texting your boss being like, hey, I can't come in today. My kid's sick. Now, you know, if it, if it's something where, you know, they know you're making it up, that's a different deal. But like, you should never feel guilty when life happens that you can't take a day off of work. Yeah. I mean, where I'm you at, shouldn't. They're, they're super generous. I think we get two weeks vacation time. We get, you build your sick time. So like, basically, I, I, I don't know what it is, but you get like an hour for every four, 40 hours work. I don't know what the math is on it, but you build up your sick time. So if you're using it, you're, you're building it every time you go to work. Um, and then we also get what's called like a float holiday. So we're closed on all national holidays. And then you get a float holiday and what that is. So like if a holiday falls on your day off already, you obviously don't get the extra day off that week. So they get, they give you a float holiday to use any week that you want for That's like, cool. yeah. And so, I mean, the only, the only thing I think that they're not very generous with is like maternity leave, which I feel like is many workplaces in the U S. So that's a whole other subject. Mm-hmm. Maternity leave is not great, but in general, like the, the PTO that you do get for life. Um, yeah. They're, they're very generous with that. So I'm thankful for that. Um, so that kind of covers like some employee guilt. Like you've just got to, like I said, you can't pour from an empty cup. You've got to take in to consideration like your health and whether, whether it's physical or mental. And then I think we touched a little bit on like friendship guilt, how like I had felt guilty saying no to like birthday parties or like going out to eat, but I was experiencing some crazy anxiety and I'm getting better. So I'm excited to be able to do things that I wasn't able to do the last two years. And I think you guys are probably excited too that I'm going to be able to do more. <laughs> like you said, from like my yes. party, you're super excited. So I think we've touched on quite a few things. Um, I know kids are probably getting antsy and I know dogs are getting antsy and construction's getting loud. So I think we'll probably go ahead and wrap up. Do you have anything else to add? I mean, I could talk for days. Right. But some, day, you know, some days, even even as a realtor, I sit in a subdivision, you know, every other week for four hours by myself. So if no one comes in, it's like I'm just stuck at home. Yeah, <laughs> so you're a talker, you could talk to a brick wall. You could have conversations yeah. with anyone all day long. But see, like I as I've gotten older though, the other part of me is just like, nah, I don't feel like talking to people. Yeah, and that's totally fine too. Um, but I wish I had your conversation skills to just strike up a conversation with anyone. So anyways, Ashley, do you have anything else to add? We, we just kind of discussed that. Like we've talked about mom guilt. We talked about employee guilt. We talked a little bit about friendship guilt. You can't pour from an empty cup. You know, do you have anything else to add? I think what I, microphone wasn't working is that, you know, take the PTO, uh, your job's going to be there tomorrow and the work's going to be there tomorrow. I think um, whenever I left my previous job, I had something like 126 hours of PTO that I hadn't used. And I took last week off. Um, I worked a couple of hours each day, but like just make sure that you're taking care of yourself is so important and use the time that you're given. Um, Make sure that you're using that time to recharge or reset or go on vacation or take a nap, like whatever you need to do to make sure that you are taking care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I Go ahead, Ellie. <laughs> I was going to say, I think that, like, with money, I'm like, you can't take it with you when you go. So it's the same thing, like, time off or, you know, like, life is too short. 
when when you're long gone, these people aren't going to remember the times that you said no. Take time for yourself. Do the things you need to do for you. Well, yeah, and like my, like my, you know, my thing that I make myself not feel guilty about is getting my nails done. I go every two weeks and I, I'm like, you know what? That's an hour to myself. But this year, what I am doing is goes back to what Ali said with the, you know, you can't take it with you when you go with money. I'm taking this year and I said 30 was going to be my best year. I have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five trips planned this year already. That's yeah, they may be awesome. weekend trips. They may be a day or so. But I was like, this year, I'm not making myself feel guilty for going to do things. I'm going to go talk to people. I'm going to go see things. Because, yeah, life's too short. You know, I don't want to have any regrets. Mm-hmm. And life, all the responsibilities, they'll be there still when you get back. Oh, yeah. Waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Yep. All right. So I guess we'll go ahead and wrap this episode up. We want to thank everyone for joining us. Sorry if this was a little bit of a shit show. Well, sorry, not sorry, because we warned you. (laughs) Um, So go ahead and rate and review the podcast. If you would, please, that helps us grow and it helps us show up on people's search when they get onto their podcast apps. Please share, 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 share with friends and family, coworkers, whatever it may be. That also helps us grow. We know we're not perfect. Um, we were just trying this new freestyle thing out. I think it went pretty well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for joining us.